Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Living Your Juiciest Life Ever. This is a podcast where we have juicy conversations with people from all over the globe, people that have come from a place of selfless to self-full, from self-loathing to self-love, from perhaps living someone else's dream or life, to stepping into their own, claiming joy, owning their, their own voice, their self-love, and their own life and living it at a new level. And today I have the honor and blessing of and privilege of welcoming Juliana Barron. Juliana is a mother, a student of self-mastery, a teacher, a space holder, and a bridge between cultures. She sees herself as a vessel of transformation and the expansion of consciousness. Juliana is also a certified sound healing therapist and a Reiki master. Her practices combine tools from different ancient traditions with her own lineage and the insights that she's gained through life experiences and profound initiations. Juliana's purpose is to share these powerful technologies with others who are ready to awaken to the vast abundance of health and creative potential that is available to them from within. So welcome, Juliana. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I um, It is truly an honor to be here and your show and to see you again, you know, after um, meeting it in, in such an interesting way. Yes, we did. Yeah. So Juliana, Juliana and I met in Orlando in a restaurant. <laughs> then it began and it was an endless beautiful evolution of sharing it was just amazing and so we've stayed in touch yes it uh it's it feels like uh yesterday but it's also um you know a lifetime of shift and evolution i feel for both of us mm -hmm. you worked for many years in corporate and people could appreciate because so many people are in the same space that you were. Yes, um, it's, a, it's a journey, right? So the desire to uh, shift for me started almost um, at the very beginning of my you know, career. And uh, after having worked so hard with school and then I came here, I migrated to the, to the US from Colombia, 2005, uh, with this big idea of the, chasing the American dream. And, uh, you know, I had just graduated with a business degree from like a really important school in Colombia, in Bogota, and, and came here to uh, truly with a dream of uh, supporting my family and, um, and helping them get ahead. They had a really um, tough time uh, transitioning here and having to start with, um, you know, from zero with uh, no language, which is really like the language barrier, the, the, the biggest thing I'm sure for, for many, uh, many can relate to that. I locally had learned English a little bit before I had lived here when I was 14 years old. Uh, interestingly, uh, my parents just took me out of school, like in my, during my eighth grade and 
um, go live with your aunt, you know, in the States and learn English. Um, and uh, that was a whole other, um, I think, uh, that was a, like probably my first initiation uh, that early in life. Um, cultural shock, um, adolescence, uh, trauma, you name it. But then uh, I did learn English, you know, within six months. Fresh, wow. young mind, uh, came back to Colombia, finished my studies. And then when I, when I arrived again in 2005, I had a, a pretty good, um, I guess, structure or foundation. And so I went uh, right into, um, well, transition, did a lot of things, right? I cleaned hotels and I did paper routes and I uh, cleaned houses and I worked at uh, restaurants and washed dishes and did all of that. And then the golden ticket to uh, start as a temp employee in a company. And that's what I did. Uh, ended up being really a career of almost 10 years working for a restaurant company in Orlando. Um, so grateful in so many levels for that experience. And yet uh, every year and every, uh, I guess, uh, promotion I had and rotation, I, I knew that, that, that this path was going to come to a place of, of uh, crossing, you know, of, of, of a wall uh, that I would have to face, but I was terrified of that no so yeah so that was my you know my 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 time and when we met i um after my timing in this big company i had two another two jobs um with corporations and uh it was just fascinating how i was beginning to uh, to mentally uh energetically transition to well uh, this is going to be more of a of a stepping stone or a, mm -hmm. you know, a, or a tool for me to be able to create the life that I want, the career that I want and, and, and learn um, uh, the, the things that I want to grow with and, and eventually teach to others and share. So yeah, that was a, the beginning of, uh, of the first transition and uh, sound healing was, um, uh, came after my experience uh, with uh, Reiki and becoming a Reiki practitioner and practicing very informally for uh, many years. Then uh, the sound healing uh, training occurred when I came here to St. Pete and this opened a whole world of, uh, of depths of understanding about uh, what we are what we're made of, mm. um, what we're capable of uh, from that lens of we're vibration and energy and sound and music. So it's been a beautiful journey. I remember you feeling very frustrated um, with having to go back because as you were transitioning, there was this one foot on either side and it was this, I don't know if I'm ready to let go yet. And you felt pressured into keeping that space for that period of time. And there was a big conflict that was happening there. Oh yes, absolutely. Right. Because you are, um, you are doing something that requires your full, uh, engaged brain and energy 
and uh, you're working in a in an environment where perhaps most people like peers co-workers don't uh, quite understand or even begin to <laughs> to, to get um, what what this other thing is you know that uh, is a completely uh, opposite I guess uh, career, you know, in the healing world, in the mm -hmm. in the arts, since like the opposite uh, side of the brain, in action. Um, it sure so, is. You know, <laughs> it's been it's been um, a journey with lots of lots of challenges and lots of uh, doubt and lots of um, also moments of self-sabotage and moments of um, unworthiness and um, you know and, and wanting to run back to the safe known <laughs> that yet feels so uncomfortable uh, but I have learned over the over time that um, that when you are open and clear about where you're going and about uh, what you want for your life there is a way to create harmony in everything else, including those um, stepping stones, right? And those other things that need to take place and that need to be in place for uh, to facilitate, you know, this uh, you moving down the path. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. Uh, so just a, a recap on that piece, because it really is, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's really important and that is is that regardless of where it is that you're coming from if you're clear about where it is that you want to go and some people believe in really big details as far as that's concerned and then other people are it's more of a global uh, picture and um, allowing it to unfold but having a clear essence of this is the direction that I'm going this is where I meant to be I'm starting to grasp and understand that my fear is really about letting go of what is familiar, whether it's good for me or not. And so Absolutely. I can just, I can keep on moving forward. Yes, yes, exactly. And that is the, at the end, the, the biggest um, uh, block or obstacle is our own, our own fear and our own sense of, um, of, uh, of doubt. Mm -hmm. and, so something just yeah. popped in, something just popped in that I think is also really important to talk about. And that is, is that, for example, for myself in my life, uh, what I, what I experienced was, well, I don't really know what I want. And I believe very much now being where I am, that it was, fear of making the wrong decision but more so it was a fear of dreaming what life could be and so in the process of change and in the process of growing it's always so good to have community around you uh, so that you can have the support in that journey and very often we as women, we have this tendency to kind of think of ourselves that we should know, we should be able to do it ourselves. And there is this fear around vulnerability. 
because who, what will people think of me if they see me fall apart? What will people, you know, whatever, whatever that is that we, we create this fear around, but that vulnerability, will they still like me? Will I still be embraced? And so it's so important in our evolvement on this planet, especially at this time, because we are at a massive crux that we mm, really need to suss out who and what is our tribe where we can have that place of safety together. And you're creating that space with mm. the retreats that you're creating and with the work that you're doing. You are gathering people and you are preparing them for that internal journey. So uh, if you would like to share, I was going to wait till the end to do this, but it just popped up that it <laughs> sort of needed to be right now because the work that you're doing is so important for the health of women and the planet. I mean, it is for all, but just speaking from that space of what often happens is women, as women, we isolate. Big girls don't cry, right? Mm. So, and it, yes, and I am, thank you for sharing that because I am truly, um, I resonate so deeply with what you shared about you know, growing up and this fear to not only failure, which is something that I, that has kept me, um, had kept me enslaved for most of my life, you know, for 30 years. And then there's the fear of, of dreaming and of having this wide open, um, clear canvas in which I can create and, and see my life and uh, what I can do for myself and for the world uh, as a creation, right? That concept is not taught in schools. Uh, it's not taught by, it wasn't taught by our families. They weren't taught by their families. And, mm -hmm. uh, and especially it's not taught in um, Catholic schools, you know, which is, uh, I think, a part of um, my, you know, something that I have been kind of uh, learning to process and to realize my life being in a Catholic school for, you know, my whole childhood and um, in a very rigorous kind of like uh, fear-based, shame-based culture um, really uh, created a lot of these and uh, a lot of these um, kind of walls and fears around showing up, around uh, expressing around perhaps uh, raising your hand and you know and and saying a different opinion or or not fitting in which uh, is definitely a feeling that i have uh, grown with you know that's been such a part of my life and i think part of the kind of that um, those seeds that were planted through my um, spiritual awakening or or, or initiations where seeds to, you know, to create um, a project or, or a container where people could come together and do this work together, you know, and be vulnerable together. And uh, the retreats is something that has blown my mind in so many levels um, because it truly started as, a, as an opportunity for me to, to be back home and, and get to share the things that I love the most about my country 
with friends and people who kept asking me, you know, when are you going to take me to Colombia? And uh, it was uh, so spontaneous and and it, it felt like so great to take on this role of uh, yes, let me let me not only show you, but let me put intention into creating a beautiful experience so that you can truly experience uh, some of the most special things, uh, not from the eyes of the tourist who comes in to check all the boxes and go to all the main sites, but mm -hmm. from the eyes of someone who would come in truly with a more humble heart to honor uh, truly what the culture is, what the traditions are, uh, the peoples, you know, the farmers, the healers, the land, the mountains, you know, the animals, the, the foods. So it, um, it, it all began with this, with this idea and, uh, and, and it evolved and it's evolved in, into and turned into this beautiful co-creation and, and project that is all about supporting the, the communities that come and teach us and share their their wisdom, um, their medicines, you know, their practices. Uh, and it, it's been beautiful, really beautiful. Nice. So, so what would someone expect? Right? Everyone's experience is different. And mm -hmm. the idea is that this is a full cultural immersion with a with an intention of healing and trans and transformative journey and this is possible thanks to the ways in which our um, indigenous communities uh you, you know used to 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 cleanse to purify to reset and to and to heal so this is mainly you know rituals herbal baths the use of tobacco the use of more powerful plant medicines like the yahe the ayahuasca the combo and these are all uh, incredible tools you know that come from mm -hmm. from nature that are given Absolutely. and that are being offered now to our modern world men you know mind and, and body and soul for us to be able to to transcend for us to be able to to go and understand ourselves and understand others and understand the planet and and understand us as a collective we are in in crisis individually you know and and most I think, uh, especially in, in our mind, you know, it's, there is this uh, internal, I think, battle for everyone in, in one way or another, uh, where the we are so bombarded by by the world, by society, by technology, by fear, by mm -hmm. consumerisms, by uh, comparisons. There's just so much, and then we have forgotten that really we are meant to experience. That is not the way that we experience the world. Um, we are meant to experience the world through our body. And so all of these are body-based practices, the way I call them, uh, because it is through our body, through our senses, that we are able to, to begin to reconnect and to make sense of, of this, which is ultimately the only thing that we have control over, you know, or that we can uh, make an impact. So we're going to make sure that we have all the information for that retreat that's coming up as yes. well. So. Yes, um, it is a, so this one particularly uh, coming up is going to be our first women's ancestral medicine retreat. So it's going to be all about practices, the rituals, the costumes and connecting with this wisdom from our medicine women 
you know, from the Muisca uh, communities and, and from the Amazon, from the communities that we work with. Um, and, and truly a container where we can uh, feel safe to, to explore, to, to, to cleanse, to release, and also to create, because this is a powerful time of creation. So we it are sure coming in, in sisterhood, you know, and as a tribe, um, and so one of the most beautiful experiences about retreats, and I'm so excited for this one, uh, given that it's going to be, you know, very, um, you know, specific with that intention of, uh, of, of women, you know, supporting women. And, uh, but all of the retreats that we've done in the past have had this beautiful component of, uh, there is such diversity of uh within the participants you know and, and people that are not all super you know yogis and spiritual and people who are coming from all walks of life and uh the the, the unity the collaboration the the, the level of compassion has mm -hmm. been incredibly humbling for me as a as a, as a host as a guide uh, I mean, I have learned just uh, from every single person profoundly and uh, and it's been beautiful to hold that space, you know. Wonderful. That is great. This so now getting back to <laughs> more of your story and how it is that you arrived in this beautiful place and this recognition. I mean, it's all about that growth of getting there. And so because We've all gone from a place of somewhere else to where it is that we are now. We've traversed, we've traversed trauma, we've traversed, um, you know, not feeling safe. We've traversed selfless, you know, not honoring ourselves. When, can you describe how you felt uh, during the time when you were giving too much to others and neglecting yourself in the process? so that maybe we can help people to recognize and to step into a new place. Hmm. The, the first thing that comes to mind is definitely um, motherhood. The, the journey of motherhood, you know, has been um, just a, a, a life initiation and, and a deep um, place of learning. Um, I have one child, she's nine, and uh, I feel like the, you know, for the longest part and still to some extent, uh, finding that balance, you know, between giving and receiving, uh, specifically within motherhood, it's, it's, it's been just in incredible and, and insightful and, and brutal as well so when so i suffered um postpartum depression i had no idea that that was it i was uh, i couldn't sleep i couldn't eat i was afraid <laughs> just horrified at all times my daughter would you know die any second um i realized that i also never for a second thought about um you know what what was important for me in that moment and how to ask for it so for instance community and having mm -hmm. a support system whether a partner whether from a partner from 
uh, your family, um, although my family was my biggest support and my mom has always been there um, for me and I don't know what I would do in life without her. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, amazing. That's amazing. And, and it, all, it all worked out in that way. Um, but I also realized with time and through going through very um, hard moments that I didn't know what I needed because I had never thought about myself um, as, uh, as, as a recipient as well, I guess, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So, so yes, um, my daughter has, I think, taught me uh, through a lot of also difficult experiences and through um, her own ways of expressing and reminded me that I need to be okay and and fulfill and and so that i can put that energy out there it's, we it's cannot love if we don't have self-love exactly and so that has been a, a learning curve um, for me and uh and something that i definitely and and clearly see how for generations you know women you know looking at especially in this cultural context where i grew up um uh, that wasn't just, that wasn't a thing at all. So women are uh, of service, you know, and women are uh, there to, um, yeah, to keep, to keep families going, you know, and, and, and that's it. So, well, that's a pretty important job, like probably the most yes. important job that you could possibly have. Um, the part that I think really fell apart and culturally I know it would be different for you than it would be for other people but the common the commonality is the uh, loss of understanding of what our roles in the world because we're built differently we 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 as women need also that gathering space outside the family that used to happen and yes. culturally, all over the world, um, there was the place where women didn't take that anymore because they started working outside the home. And so they would do everything that they did to begin with in the home. And then they added everything else on top of that. And it was a breaking of any kind of potential for healthy space. And then, of course, there's the naturally unhealthy space and the trauma and abuse that happens and can happen in the family unit regardless of where it is that you are yeah. so and, and, and if go ahead it's kind of a um a vicious cycle right because the the abuse and and it's it's being fed by the inability to to process and to uh and to release right and to and then if you're and you continue to pour from an empty cup and so you come in uh, not knowing uh what you not asking for what you for what you deserve not having boundaries and uh i saw this over and over and over happen in my life in my prior relationship in in uh in my mother in her mother and uh and and it's beautiful to witness 
Yes, and and now it's beautiful to to have a daughter and to be in this in this place where I get to say this will end here, you know, with me, and and I'm ready to to change it and I'm ready to to be a voice not only for myself, but for um for other women, you know, and 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 offer this space of of remembrance and support. Absolutely, from that place of breakdown then to break through. When you had your breakthrough, you mentioned uh, also that you were going through some ceremonial work and also taking a course in healing. So you were there working to learn how to help others and in the process and experience, you had to purify and heal yourself. Yeah, wow, that was um, a really interesting time where everything started happening at once. And it was there for a reason. It was like that for a reason, right? Because this was meant to be applied. And it was like, okay, this is your moment to, to truly um, use this tool. So the, the healing course was something that I was doing. It, it was like an online, you know, a 21 day course for basically repairing relationships. And it was meant to be done within partnership and marriage. And uh, it was offered as a tool for, as an alternative to counseling, basically. And uh, I ended up um, being the only one <laughs> interested in doing this. So I said, okay, well, let me do it. And, um, and yes, I uh, sat through a very painful 21 days, having to respond to questions that I didn't necessarily, that I had never thought about, you know, as far as where I was you know, and it's still from one to 10 on this area and this area and what, how I felt. And, and, and just kind of that 180 look at my life that I never had, uh, had a chance to, to do before. And so that was the, one of these kind of huge wake up calls to what, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, like what, what do I want? It's time to start thinking about these questions. You know, I'm already approaching my late 30s, like this is um, important. And mm -hmm. around the same time is when I uh, went into my first journey with ancestral medicine in Colombia. And so I sat with these plant teachers and my world was turned upside down in the sense that I was for the first time able to, to really open my lens of perception to it's not only me and my idea of my little, you know, sad story or, or my idea of, of my failures and my, and, and, and my success is just, is there's so much more, you know, there's so much more and there's so much uh, interconnectedness and, you know, the, the sky is the limit and I can basically create uh, from, from a place of learning to accept myself and learning to embody myself once I have owned every part of me in my life exactly as it is, you know, without the label, the judgment, the story. And that is the hardest, the hardest thing. I don't think I would have ever come to, to that, uh, at least in that way. And so after this, you know, ceremony and this coming back into, into the world, well, it was a little bit of a wreck because I didn't know what needed to happen next and then but again thank you thanks to the tools that i had this was way before uh, sound healing and further training it was truly 
can I go back to trust, trusting? And can I take one day at a time? And can I start to open myself to the possibility that, that there are that there is something out there guiding me, that there is someone has my back, that there are messages out there for me, you know, that there is help. So that's when when this became a, an actual possibility for me. And so and so the breakthrough. And and it's been all you know, an incredible story after that. You know? And that and that was a big part of, uh, was that a big part of your then going, okay, this is something I really want to bring to other people? Yes. And it started with a thought that I am obviously meant to, to share, not only because I've always, always, since I was a little girl, been um, interested in service you know, and in and support, and, but also because I don't want to do this all by myself. You know, this is work that is meant to be done in tribe, in community, and and so yes, this this was always there. It wasn't it wasn't always clear how, and there was obviously a lot of resistance, you know. But there is also resistance today in a different way. So mm -hmm. that's something that you just learn to to accept and to observe and to embrace in a way until until it shifts. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I have a quick, I have a quick question now. What is it you're resisting at the moment? Well, I was totally resisting sitting here, being on camera, you know, just being vulnerable and, and, and sharing freely and openly about my story and my life. Well, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you know, it's, it's, you know, there's always something, right? Resistance is always there now as you grow into the next thing. So now you showed up in camera. Okay, great. What's the next thing? You know, there's always going to be something that is really scary. And to be able to find the, that that's where you have to go, where it feels really scary, it's, it's a journey in itself. Mm -hmm. But it feels like in my case, and I am sure in the case of many other people, is it's that's exactly how it is. Well, if we're comfortable, we're not growing, right? If we're not uncomfortable somewhere in our lives, then we're being, I always say that if we don't push the envelope, then the, sh the envelope slowly shrinks around us. So speaking of pushing the envelope, what is the <laughs> next level of juicy for you? What would you like to share that you're up to in the next one, three or five years? Wow. Well, I am really excited about what is happening with uh, the retreats and uh in the platform and so we have a little land in in colombia in an area where you know we're building a house eventually i have this wow. vision of uh, seeing uh, our work as as groups that come in and be immersed and and we do all the things but also there's this element of uh planting and 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 and, and community service and beginning to truly uh, make an impact. And so I am really excited about that, you know, and I'm also really excited about the journey of combining all of these ancient modalities through a platform called a Return to Origin, which is the Origin is the name of the, I guess, my uh, project, my brand. And Origin Travel Journeys has been the conscious travel platform that's been around for a few years. Well, I just now basically um, created the, the, the brand, you know, that also holds the a container for other healing modalities, sound healing and intuitive energy healing being kind of the, the meat of it, the foundation of it. But it is, and it's been really beautiful to 
to just just bringing the sound healing element to retreats, which is kind of a beast because that means bringing these super heavy instruments. And I've done, uh, I've tried a couple of different things. Eventually, I want to have a whole set of instruments there, you know, so that uh, all possible. Yeah, the transportation is not easy. But I realized that uh, it really enhances um, this uh, experience in a beautiful ways, you know, and... Um, I am really excited about that, uh, kind of the uh, shamanic healing, uh, you know, indigenous, you know, world with the Eastern Himalayan uh, healing modalities and Reiki and, and, and everything else, right? Because then it becomes a platform for all, uh, for sharing, you know, wisdom, ancient wis- wisdom. So I'm thinking that's the way to, to continue to help, you know, create harmony and health. Back to oneness. Yeah. Origin, like you said, mm. our next gift to the audience at the end of the session, if you could share a practice that you do daily that helps you stay on track and continue along your journey. I... If I have to choose one, I will definitely say a morning practice that is those 5, 10, 15 minutes that you can take right after you wake up. And sometimes for me, that is making like a neem tea or moringa and sitting outside and meditation, you know, lotus position and breathing. And sometimes it is chanting. So I connect with, and sometimes I will have a bowl with me. And it's this moment of connection and of gratitude and of planting seeds and creating intentions for, for the day. Uh, and sometimes it's, it's a two minute, you know, process. And sometimes it's 15 or 20 minutes. But I would say that uh, to me is critical. And Getting yourself like, set up for the day. Yes. I, I um I use humming, I use a mantra and using our voice as a, as a conduit uh, vibrationally brings uh, brings us to a to a higher frequency and to a place of harmony and connection with uh, the universe and with nature. And so I think that's the best place to to start a day. Fabulous. So remembering to take time out in our day, joining with tribe, really, really important. We hear about it all the time, but I know that many people have not really embraced that yet. So finding people, finding people that you really can connect with at a deeper level and then trusting the process of that so that we can move together and really change the whole world. So thank you, Juliana. Thank you for being here. Audience, thank you so much for being here. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And uh, thank you for the blessing of your presence. And I want you to remember something really important, that you are a miracle. Thank you again, Juliana. And we will say good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Thank you so much.